Have you ever had a nightmare neighbor? You know, a neighbor from hell? You know what I'm talking about. If so, we want to hear about it in our brand new podcast, Nightmare Neighbors. That's right. We got another one in the works. But we need your stories first. Go to NightmareNeighbors.com and send in your Nightmare Neighbor story. Or call in toll-free 888-68-CRAZY. 888-68-CRAZY. And share your Nightmare Neighbor story with us. And we may talk about it and use it on a future episode of the Nightmare Neighbors podcast coming very soon. Maybe they're your current neighbors. Maybe they were a neighbor from years gone by. Now is the chance to tell your story anonymously. Go to NightmareNeighbors.com to share your Nightmare Neighbors story with us. Or call 888-68-CRAZY. And be part of the brand new Nightmare Neighbors podcast. A strange night takes a turn for the dark side once one person gets home only to encounter an unknown spirit lurking in the dark. That's today on Real Ghost Stories Online. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. This program, mainly supported by you guys, has been for the last seven eight years, however long we've been doing this thing. Uh, If you want to support the program and keep it going, become an extra podcast person. We call them EPPs. With that, you get a bonus episode of the show every single week, jam-packed with some of our best ghost stories, access to our archive of more than 300 EPP bonus episodes. You also get uh, advanced episodes of the show ad-free. Uh, you get our ebook, you get our audiobook, both Amazon and Audible bestsellers. Uh, all that, all that included uh, when you support our program at uh, ghostpodcast.com. And the best part's only five bucks a month. So, all that stuff, five bucks a month, access unlimited to all of it. Binge away uh, with whatever you may be doing uh, right now. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com. Flash Real Ghost Stories, Tony and Carol Hughes joining you on today's episode. And how are things in your world today, Carol? Not bad, Tony. Yeah. They did open up some restaurants in my town, and I'm kind of nervous about going. Yeah. I don't think I can. I get you. And and we're recording this on the 5th of May. This is going to be airing June 1st. Um, but, uh, I should have been out having margaritas tonight with my friends because it is, uh, it's Cinco de Mayo, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to be feeling June 1st. Um, but I can tell you right now on, uh, May 5th, I'm not, we don't have any restaurants that are open here yet in our state. Uh, but that's, I don't think that far off. Um, and I'm still, you know. I, I love the restaurant industry. I'm a big proponent of it. I, you know, I love that area, 
but for my own good, I, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to wait until it's, I, I feel it's ready. Maybe by June 1st, it will be by the time this airs. I don't know. But as of right now, I'm still uh, eating in my car. I'm frequenting my, my local restaurants that I like, but I'm just eating in my car. So You know, it's, it's just this mindset that we've all gotten that yeah. it may, like, I'm afraid of it. Yeah. I'm like, I like, I'm still constantly like I have wipes and hand sanitizer and I'm always washing uh, my hands and I'm doing all the things every day. And you just can't turn that off one day, especially no. when, you know, cases are still growing significantly every day. This is going so. to be a generational change. And I've been saying this since the beginning um, where we're going to be doing this shit until we're dead. And younger generations coming up that aren't even alive yet are going to be saying, oh, yeah, they're the ones that like put hand sanitizer on everything before they touch anything. It's like, yeah, we were quarantined for a year, half a year. And it, it's I mean, it's it's really a form of PTSD that we're all going to have about this. Um, some won't because they they don't get affected. But others that are more anxious. Yeah, this shit's not going to, you know, you're not going to flip a switch and make it go away. Right. So, yeah, I, I, it's 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 a it's a paradigm shift uh, like we had right after 9-11. We're having it again. And I said to Jen today, and I, I don't want to stay on this dark topic for too long, because I know a lot of folks come here because we want to do an escape. But um, an interesting perspective, um, you know, the amount of people who are dying every day, it's like 9-11 every day. Um, <laughs> no, it is horrible. And it's like, it's like holy uh... shit. And, and it's it's I mean it's maybe not all in one building obviously but the number is we're at that right now every damn day and that's a scary weird thing to think about and it's shocking and it's just like holy shit and I, I'm not here to go well other people die from this or that numbers of this compared to that like I'm not I'm just this is what's happening with this specific thing right now and it's it's a little too much to absorb. Um, I got a couple Instagram messages, and one was for you and me, it looks like, and it said, loved the episode with, let's listen to ghost stories so much less scary than what's going on right now. true. Thanks for this while. And then the other one said, um, I just heard this story about receiving the urn for your dog <laughs> on his birthday. Had to pause the episode to write because I was so upset and offended on your behalf. <laughs> Who does that to someone? If you didn't hear that episode, somebody gave me a dog urn for my dog's birthday mm -hmm. and he's not dead. He's almost 14 and a half now. That's been like almost six months ago. But very much alive. And he said, I'm so sorry that person did that to you. I cannot fathom what would possess someone to do that? I wanted to send you and your dog a hug. <laughs> that was really sweet. Thank you for that message. Yeah. That was so sweet. That is just, yeah. Would, do people buy urns for people before they're dead? Like, here's <laughs> well, no, here's, here's something for Alex who sent me that and everybody else because I'm moving. And so I've been packing up all my stuff mm -hmm. and I had that up in the top of my closet and I was cleaning out my closet and I threw it away. <laughs> so I it's gone. It <laughs> I didn't even open it back up. I didn't think this is brand new. Maybe yeah. somebody needs a dog urn. I'm like, no, <laughs> this just has bad energy connected to it. It's yeah. going along with the necklace for his ashes. I do yeah. keep that. <laughs> 
and my dog is right over there, sound asleep, and today he's fine. It would have been a great... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I threw it away. Good Craigslist item. Free dog urn, you know? <laughs> Does it come with ashes or not, you know? <laughs> I kind of held it for a minute, and I looked at it, because, you know... When you're going through a lot of stuff, you're like, you know, that could be a garage sale thing, or that could be <laughs> a, a secondhand store donation. And I'm like, no, that's just going in the landfill. It's like show and tell to a therapist is what that is. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, and then who do you give it to? Like, oh, your dog just died. Somebody gave me this to you, so I, you can't re-gift it. You're re-gifting a dog urn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's weird. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I think you did the right thing. There was thing. nothing appropriate to do with it. You can't go to the Goodwill and somebody goes, oh, I've been wanting a dog urn. Thank God. <laughs> right there by the <laughs> jeans. That's uh, perfect. Yeah. Yes, Love it. So it's gone. You did the right thing. Uh, 855-853-4802. Our number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's jump to our first story of the day. It says, hey, guys, love your show. Helps my nights at work go by fast. I'm an EPP and support your show 100%. I appreciate the outlet. I tried calling in, but I think my story was too long. Anyway, I wanted to get you this story. I have told very few people about this. It was August 20th of 2014, and I was living in my uncle's condo in Dallas, Texas. I remember the exact date because it was my grandmother's birthday. I was in a negative headspace from the moment I woke up. I spent the night at my friend's house the night before and I woke up to him with his arm around me. I was instantly angry and scolded him, maybe more than I would have been on any other day. I practically stormed out of his house, called up another friend because we had plans to take her to the vet that day. We followed through and spent the rest of the day hanging out at her house. We ordered pizza and I went to pick it up. The employees were exceedingly difficult and unhelpful. It was a negative interaction altogether. I suddenly felt the urge to drink alcohol. At that time, I did not really drink unless I was out or partying. Picked up one of those 40-ounce bottles of Saul and I headed back to my friend's house. We ate, drank, and I do not remember what we got into an argument about, but it was the first time we had ever argued in, at the time, our year-and-a-half relationship. I stormed out of her house and said to myself, man, I need a smoke. Called up some people, but no one answered. Rewind to the night before. Some guy at a gas station came up to my friend and gave me and asked a small amount of his weed to sample. He gave us both his number. I called him up and he answered. Turned out that he lived literally three minutes away from me. So here I go down the street. He was posted up outside his apartment complex. I got what I needed and he asked me for a ride down the street. I said he would, or he said he'd give me $20. I obliged. It really was down the street. He asked for a ride back to his apartment. And on the way back, he started touching my leg. I swatted him away. And a couple of minutes later, we were back at his apartment. Gave me the money. I left. Went to the gas station across the street where it was a frequent customer. And I paid the gas up. I was at the pump a minute or two and the gas never started pumping. So I started walking towards the store. The manager who I knew well walked out to me and he says, holding up the 20 I gave him. Who gave you this? He said, a guy I had gave a ride to. Holds it up with two hands and tears it in half right in front of me. Tell that guy he can put this up his ass. It was counterfeit. I was so heated, the manager says. I'm supposed to report this, but I know this wasn't you. Stop hanging out with that piece of shit. I nodded and left in a fit of rage. 
I called that guy up and cursed him out with every word I could think of, and I headed home. I parked my car, rolled up a joint, smoked half of it, calmed me down, noticed my uncle's cat Juju was outside. He was a big, fat Hemingway cat, and we never let him go out because he was to Claude. He had figured out that there was a hole where the downstairs window unit sat and became very adventurous, so I took him inside with me and went upstairs to my room. I played in my bed in the dark for a few minutes, and for some reason I started feeling very uneasy. I do not scare easily, but I was scared at that moment. Went downstairs to my uncle's room, sat on his bed in the dark, still feeling uneasy, and grabbed my guitar. I like to sing when I'm feeling a way as a way to distract myself. It usually puts me in a better mood. So I started to sing and play, and suddenly I realized that I was hovering over my body, watching myself singing and playing. I could feel myself and see myself doing this simultaneously. I was terrified. I gasped and sat up in bed immediately. It was in my body again, but I could hear something breathing heavily inside of me. My heart was beating out of my chest, and I was seeing through an orange-reddish filter. I shook my head and rubbed my eyes, and the filter went away. Almost immediately after I came to, there was a frantic knock on the door. I opened the door, and it was my neighbor. Man, there's something wrong with your cat. Come see. I think he's hurt. I said, no way, dude. I just brought him inside. I rushed to the courtyard, and sure enough, there he was, dead, stiff as a board. There was no blood on him and no markings. He was just dead. Me and my neighbors just stared down, and I broke down. There's something following me. It's been bothering me all day, and there's something bad following me. My neighbors were very scared. Amanda, chill. Don't say that. You're scaring us. No, I said, I'm telling you the truth. Something bad is following me. They didn't stick around exceptionally long. Must have been around three in the morning. I just sat up with the body of my cat. I kept thinking, I just saw you. You were fine. You were alive 15 minutes ago. Right then, my uncle's car pulled up. My mom, my aunt, and grandmother had gone to Oklahoma to gamble at Windstar for my grandma's birthday. Everyone went inside my other uncle's condo. He lived across the courtyard from my uncle and I, and I followed my uncle into our condo. I have to tell you guys something. My cat's dead. He shook his head. He didn't believe me. I took him to see the body, and he just stared at him in disbelief for 10 to 15 minutes. Well, I guess I have to buy a shovel, said my uncle. I'm going to Walmart. I'll be back. And he left. I was so scared to go into the condo alone, but I was so tired of being afraid, so I mustered up the courage and headed inside. As soon as I opened the door, I felt something touch my hand, and I was enraged with how scared this thing had me. I stopped to the kitchen, put both hands on the counter, and began to speak to it. I know what you are, and I'm done with you. God is on my side. You cannot hurt me. Leave me alone. This is my house. I looked up towards the living room area, and to my surprise, I saw my aunt's little head poke up from behind the couch. Who are you talking to, she said. I broke down like a little child, and I rushed to her. Something bad is following me, I sobbed. Come here, let's pray. We prayed. My mom's side of the family is all very devoted Christians. Although I do not believe in any religion is the absolute truth, I do believe that there is power in prayer and positive affirmation. I felt better after we prayed. To this day, she's never brought up what happened that night. Thanks for letting me tell my story. I know it's long. Most of my paranormal stories are, but it feels good to let them out. Let me know what you guys think. If anyone wants to reach out to me about this, uh, please feel free. There you go. Very this weird story as far as what happens after having the interactions with some of those individuals. My first thought was, well, what the hell did he lace that weed with? <laughs> but No, I, and actually I wouldn't rule that out. Yeah. 
um, because, I mean, of course, I have no experience with that, but um, <laughs> maybe I do. From back when I was a kid, and that happened to me. Like somebody laced weed with my weed with something, and I didn't know it. Yeah. And if he didn't smoke that much weed anyway, and bought it from someone he didn't even know, who gave him a counterfeit twenty, yeah, you know that person might not be the best person to buy your weed from. Yeah, you know. And that said, like I was a kid mm-hmm. at that time, sure. but it was very weird, and I hallucinated and everything. Yeah, so there was more to it. So than, you can, yeah. that can happen. Yeah, um, but like that is the shittiest day. Like, everything about that day was shitty. <laughs> like, he was fighting with everybody the whole day. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going right. Making bad decisions, like calling a guy he doesn't even know to buy weed from him. Mm-hmm. You know, it is just... And then the cat. Like, I totally get why you think there's something dark following you around. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really leaning towards there was something bad in that weed, honestly. But... From someone who has that has happened to me before, yeah. and I didn't know it yeah. um, until I'm like, "What the hell?" And these people are laughing. Ha ah, ha! We didn't tell you. Yeah. And because I was like 16 or 17, and um, yeah, it was really weird. Like very weird stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. And you know, here I think I'm just smoking some weed, and next thing you know, I'm seeing all kinds of crap. Yeah, and it's and it feels real to you, and you're not thinking that this is, yeah. you know, and especially if you're not expecting it, you're thinking you're just, you know, going to get a, a high, and then all these other things happen. You know, there could have been the hallucination that the cat was there 15 minutes ago, and maybe it wasn't, you know, yeah. or maybe, you know, time really kind of got screwed up for her thinking when things were happening. I'm not dismissing it as being a possible paranormal thing, but the evidence on this story points more to, I think maybe something is is more at play there than anything else. But I would love to hear if there's there are more paranormal stories from that individual because I'm assuming not every time she has had something paranormal, she was smoking bad weed. And I think that, right, and I think there's actually two storylines yeah. in this story. I think there's a very dark, negative day going on. Mm-hmm. And then maybe some weed that was... Laced with something, I don't know. So it could have been two separate stories. But I definitely think that, like, because that's just, we've all had those really bad days, but to have a bad day to where you're arguing with everybody you run into, and then at the end of the day, your cat dies, like, that's horrible. What do you, what's your opinion on this? Because this is something that I've heard talked about um on on some programs before not really i think we've ever talked about it on this show um i actually heard joe rogan talking about it not that long ago uh because i know joe does all sorts of <laughs> experiments with different uh substances but th- there's some people that have this this theory that on some things not weed but other things that it can open you up to actually Sensing, seeing, or experiencing things on the other side, whether it be ghosts, spirits, whatever you want to call it. And it's not just a hallucination. It's not just some element of our mind that's coming up, but it actually kind of opens up, you know, that spectrum, that sensory uh, that is able to pick up on things that we otherwise couldn't be picking up on. 
I think that um, with pharmaceuticals, anything is possible. Sure. But I do think that there's a lot of people who, like me, I, I work at shutting it down. Like, I guess I really don't like it. Sure. And I don't like experiences like that. Mm -hmm. And other people, you know, they can, you know, um, Teresa Caputo, like she talks to dead people. Yeah. I don't, I think that would be a freaky thing that I'd have to have some control over. Yeah. But I do think that if you're kind of there anyway, that it could. I, like, I mean, I'm, I'm wondering if like, it sometimes it, it thins the veil for people who otherwise would not be having those experiences uh, in some cases, depending on what it is. And there's certainly hallucinogenic things where it just fucks with your mind and that have nothing to do with the paranormal. But Yeah, the hard thing would be knowing, was I just really high yeah. and, What's and what? seeing shit? Yeah. Or did that really happen? And you would never be able to know. Well, I think the only way you could kind of quantify that is if you received information from something that you were experiencing that you otherwise did not know that just like a ghostly experience where they got knowledge from a deceased loved one or something. And they're like, there's no way I knew this or would have known this, but somehow I now have this knowledge. That would be the only way I think you could walk away from that and quantify going, okay, maybe there was something to this. That was not just me tripping out on something, you know? Or what about this? Cause like there's been, you know, like way back in the day, you know, people getting really high and almost turning into these horrible people. Sure. Like, not, I wouldn't say demonic people, but really bad people because they're so high. Yeah. It's like maybe, you know, it brings out all these other sides of you. I Why wouldn't it bring that out? Well, yeah, it's scary when you think about, you know, obviously we're in the pandemic world right now. <laughs> and we watched World War Z the other night. And then I was like, Jen, have you ever seen 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later? And and it's one of those things where it's like, you know, there it's like there could be some weird mutated form of rabies. I'm not saying like the dead come back to life, but I'm saying something where it 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 does the rage thing. And it, it just makes people have this desire to to kill very primal instinct type stuff and oh that, great now you've given me something else to lay in bed and worry extra, about tonight. take an extra tylenol pm you'll be fine um but <laughs> you know i won't yeah, i'll just dream yeah, about yeah. it but it's like shit but but there, an example a couple years ago there was you remember the guy who was on the bath salts when that was all the thing and like oh my god keep bath salts Those away people turn into some kind of demonic holy shit people. there was like, a guy like on they're the, like right out of a movie yeah yeah, it was, it was like the L.A. freeway or something, and he started eating somebody. It was like, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, bath salts could turn people into demons, actually. Yeah, and like, here you go. It's like, I think it actually does, not could. Bath and Body does. Works is like the portal to hell because it turns people into to demons if you eat the baths. Are, are, okay, when they talk about bath salts, because I know nothing about this. Is it like literally like the shit you get from Bath and Body Works that people are I using? Or is it like something know, else? because I've never done them, but I don't <laughs> think exactly. It's not like, oh, it's it's cherry lavender and and when you do the cherry lavender you have this desire to eat the neighborhood cats but if <laughs> i you, love this smell so much i yeah. want to eat it but but if you do the the apple citrus 
uh, autumn mist, that's the one that really You're makes you peaceful. You're slightly less demonic. You like eating pizza on that one. But the <laughs> other one, you eat the neighborhood cats. You know, it's like, oh, <laughs> shit. I mean, like, this has always been my thing. Like, there you are for the first time with the bath salts in your hand. And you're like... <laughs> I'm doing this. Like, or there you are with a crack pipe. It's like, no. Does, is is like, there that voice that just says, this is a bad idea? It's like the kids with the Tide Pods. You know, it's like, what the... I mean, I know kids do dumb shit, but I'm sorry. I was never... There would have never been a time in my life in any dumb moment where I'd have been like, let's fucking eat the Tide Pod. You know, or what, what, what were they... Were they eating them? What the hell were they doing with them? I think they were eating them yeah. or ingesting them like, anyway. Like, no, this is like, that would never have registered as a good idea. Or like, I'm curious as to what's going to happen. I don't know what's missing in people where like some of these things become things. It's just like, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't fucking get but it. But circling back to the yeah. letter writer, yeah. um, I think that because the, the story up to that point was a really shitty day story. Yeah. Like, like that was an intensely bad day that yeah. just kept going farther and farther and farther south. Mm -hmm. But then when the weed came in from the person who's obviously a criminal anyway, because they're selling weed, which might not be all that bad, but they're selling weed and they have counterfeit money. Yeah. Like this isn't the person you should be buying the weed from. Yeah. So I don't know. That's, and that's where everything started getting really weird and floaty and, mm -hmm. Uh, got shit. Yeah, I don't shittier. know. Yeah, it's a hard one to really kind of diagnose. Thank you for uh, sharing that story with us. Our phone number, 855-853-4802. Toll free, call it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Show your real ghost story with us. We may use it on the show, or you can write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. Our next letter, it says, I was eight or nine years old when I was playing with my toys when I heard a lady tell me to shut up. I went into my parents' bedroom and my mom was not there. He went downstairs and my dad did not call me. I was then very creeped out and my brother was on a, a work uh, experience in a Primark at the time. I went back upstairs to see that there was a mark on the bed that was not there the first time as if someone had been lying uh, on my mom and dad's bed. I was shocked. The only person I can believe to be is my great-grandmother as my mother went to a psychic a bit before who said that my great-grandmother would sit at the bottom of the bed at night. So I can only think that it was my great-grandmother. And I've always known that it was not my imagination. A few years on, I'm 15, and my dad had fallen over twice one time. He fell out of his bed. The second time, he had fallen when he was drunk, but I feel a force led me to him as if he had a guardian angel who protects him. I'd made bad decisions at this age in the past few uh, years doing uh, Satanism type things, but I used to have a lot of injuries at the time, like bad knees, but now I started to pray to God. I no longer feel bad, and I'm now thinking that I have some sort of presence that's always with me and is also protecting my family and me. I know that God is with me, and I feel him not completely physically, but mentally, I know he is with me, helping me, and I'm happy about this. Most people say that there is no such thing as God because children will die and horrible things will happen, but I believe and trust he'll help me. I know that for a fact, as it cares for everyone. You can commit the worst sin ever, and he'll still forgive you. You might not believe me, but I'm going to tell you why I believe that way. So, that's uh, my story. It, it, it's interesting where it, it, I mean, it sounds like um, it, it does kind of keep going on and on, but 
we're not really a religious show where we're going to preach for a half hour. Um, it, it's uh, a story, it sounds like, where he was involved in some things that were not good, not positive, and uh, did find a way out of it uh, by by his religious beliefs. So that's that's a good thing. I do think it's weird that the great grandmother would yell "shut up," mm-hmm. unless he maybe great grandma was yelling at somebody else. But it seems like if great grandma was there watching her great grandchild play, it would be more like, "Oh, I miss you so much," not like "shut up." Yeah, I I, I think it's one of those things where sometimes people assume just because someone suggested it's your great grandmother that that's always the case and i think in many instances it's not always the case in many instances it's something else um you know it'd be nice to think that it was great grandmother but uh, but if my great grandmother comes back to me i want to hear i love you so much or carol you are just doing awesome and something encouraging i don't want to hear my great grandmother say shut up carol <laughs> That would be disturbing. Yeah. I think that would bother me more to think it was my great grandmother. Unless your great grandmother like regularly talked like that, then I'd be like, yeah. My great grandmother was a saint. You know, it's like, no. But, and I do think that, um, because I know it's happened to me. There have been times where I just had this feeling where I needed to check on somebody or I needed to do a certain, like I was just compelled to something and discovered somebody needed my help. Yeah. Yeah. And there was no reason for that. But sometimes I think like certain people, we can pick up on that. It's like somebody needs help and we can receive that message. Yeah, I don't know that everybody can. I think everybody probably could if they opened up a little bit. But because that's happened to me and I definitely think like that's not a coincidence if his dad fell down and was injured and he knew to go there i think that's a gift it's an empathic thing and i think people are some are much stronger at that than others but yeah interesting i always say if you get that little voice whispering in your head you better go with it yeah every time as long as it's not telling you to, uh, you know, do the bath salts and eat the neighborhood cats. That's, right. that's the one not to yeah, listen to. because when you got those bath salts in your head, that little voice better be saying, this is a really bad idea. That's not the down. one. That's not listen the one to, to listen that to. Voice. <laughs> Let's do a, a call and, and hear a ghost story. Hi, you're on there. Hello, my name is Landis, and I live in Tennessee. And this happened a few years ago, and this is going to be a pretty short story. My daughter was about two at the time and we lived in a little bungalow house which basically just had four rooms little tiny kitchen and uh, a full basement downstairs and that's where the laundry was and we had a wood stove and instead of using the dryer to dry the clothes i would hang them up downstairs so they could air dry and hopefully safe but i just took my daughter down for a nap it took a while because she had refused to go to sleep so I was downstairs doing laundry, and I saw a little girl come down the stairs, her footsteps. And so I went to the foot of the stairs and said, Emma, my daughter's name, I said, Emma, why are you out of bed? This is your nap time. You're not going to get the dessert that I promised you if you didn't go to sleep. Well, there was nobody there. And I uh, crept up the stairs and and went to her room and looked up there, and she was just sound asleep. So that kind of 
didn't really freak me out. I didn't feel any kind of hostility toward that or any kind of weird uh, feelings like animosity. But I just sort of thought, well, that was strange. It just kind of went on about my my way, and I never felt anything after that. But Emma one time was playing in a room, and I heard her talking, and and I said, Emma, are you talking to your baby doll, a little new baby doll I got her? And she said, no, I'm talking to the little girl sitting in front of me, and she looks just like me. And I just said, okay. I said, well, just play nice. I know that was a pretty short story, but I hope y'all can use it. And I enjoy the podcast very, very much. I listen to it on the way to work and on the way home. Thank you all for uh, for having one of these. Thank you. Bye. And in 20-some years, she'll be uh, calling into the show going, and there was this little girl I used to play with that looked just like me. What do you think it was? <laughs> that... Like, I think stories like that are so interesting because you're a million miles away. You're hanging up clothes. You know how when you're doing um, routine chores like that, Mm -hmm. you're always thinking about a million different things while you're doing it. Sure. And that's when you see something like that. Mm -hmm. That just to me is always very interesting because it wasn't like you were laying in bed listening to the house creak. No. And letting, you know, it was like, you're just doing the laundry, and yeah. then this little girl walks up. Well, it wasn't seeking it out or anything like that. It was just, uh, you know, this happened. And those yeah. those are some of the most authentic experiences that I think we have because we, and then you know, after the that year, I was going, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. But you know, you have the experience, and that's what it is. Thank you for sharing and that. I, uh, I wonder too what happened though, like if the daughter, I'm assuming, kept seeing the little girl or just the one time. I don't know. I would assume. I don't know. It'd be interesting to hear more about that. Thank you for uh, for sharing that story with us. Hey, be sure to check out uh, our other podcasts if you've not done so yet. Uh, Nightmare Neighbors, by the time this episode airs, it should be live on Apple Podcasts where you can share your story of Nightmare Neighbors, Neighbors from Hell. And, oh, God, do I have stories, and I'm sure we all do. So check out that. Also, the dark side of Wikipedia. We dig into some of the darkest entries of on Wikipedia and discuss two other great ones to binge away on as we enter into the summer months. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. Support this program. Keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Get all the bonus episodes, advanced content, and more ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories until next time for carol i'm tony thanks for listening to real ghost stories online hope everybody is doing their best right now as we're going through this crazy time in our world i'm tony bruski host of Real Ghost Stories Online. Wanted to invite you and let you know about our other brand new podcast that we just launched, Help Kill the Time for You. It's called The Dark Side of Wikipedia. It's about true crime and dark history. We dive into some of the strangest, most disturbed minds and experiences from our history and examine their story, their Wikipedia entry, and then discuss the cases, the individuals, and the psychology of the events as we go through each and every story. 
Some of our first episodes include Ed Gein, The BTK Killer, The New London School Explosion, Amityville Murders, Richard Speck, Amelia Dyer, The General Slocum Disaster, Jeffrey Dahmer, and more. New episodes every single week. Check out Dark Side of Wikipedia. Search it. Subscribe wherever you download podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. It's available now with new episodes every single week. Dark Side of Wikipedia. Search and subscribe today and stay safe out there.